welcome to episode 119 of Board Game Blitz, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network and a podcast about all things board games that you can listen to in less time than it takes to untangle the holiday lights you haphazardly put away in January. Board Game Blitz is sponsored by Gray Fox Games. This week, we're talking about ourselves. First, we discuss a couple games we've played recently, like Escape Room in a Box Slashback and the Star Wars Unlocked series. Then, we wanted to talk about all things Blitz, including some exciting things we're doing that you may not be aware of. And now, here are your hosts, Ambi and Crystal. Recently, I played Escape Room in a Box Flashback, which is an escape room type game, (laughs) if you can't tell from the title. So, uh, Escape Room in a Box Flashback is, there's a series of games escape room in a box they had a werewolf experiment as the first one and then this is the second one i have not played the werewolf experiment but flashback was published in 2019 it's designed by juliana moreno patel and ariel rubin published by mattel so i got it in a target sale a couple months ago now i think and then i played it with toby uh there's 90 minutes to finish the game and we we finished in like half the time so (laughs) this is um, definitely on the easier side as far as like escape room games go it it was an easier game but like what what was really interesting about it is that it's it has physical locks so it has a bunch of puzzles and there were three different paths that you can go on so you can split up the puzzles like someone can be working on one puzzle while someone else is working on another puzzle there was a lot of um working in parallel that you can do so we we split up the tasks and so we could finish quickly because we're like oh gosh we have to hurry, <laughs> but but I guess we didn't have to hurry too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's there's these plastic locks and you have to find the lock combinations to open the lock. So it felt kind of like a real escape room that way because you're solving pu- puzzles to get the lock combinations and then opening those and finding more puzzles. So it was like a physical escape room except for just in one box. So that was really neat. The locks themselves. I think the game was like $20 or something. So the locks themselves are cheap plastic locks. And in in the rules, it says like, don't cheat by just (laughs) trying to open the locks without knowing the code. Um, So. And that's an important thing to note. Like, yeah, yeah, you you want (laughs) to. So, so like you, you play by the spirit of the game, which I mean, it's a cooperative escape room type game. So you you don't want to just go in there trying to open it at all by all means possible which would be really easy with plastic locks but I, I really enjoyed it there were lots of different puzzles it wasn't just one type of puzzle there were word puzzles and spatial puzzles and physical puzzles and they were all I don't think there were any that I didn't like like the puzzles the puzzles when they were solved it's like okay yeah that makes sense and you knew what you were doing and like when you solve it you know you've solved it whereas sometimes in other escape room games you're not really sure if you've solved it, which, which I, don't I like. hate those moments. The ones where you're like, I think this might be the answer, but you don't yeah. really have like the sure information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in this one, it, at least the way we did it, it was it was sure for us, and I really liked having the the locked things. It was like a, it felt like a real escape room. I think it was geared towards kind of kids. Like it was, I mean, it would be good for kids. Like it had. Some things at the end, they were like bonus thing for, for kids. That would be cool for kids to have, I think. Um, uh, but we we didn't care about it because uh, Toby doesn't like keeping souvenirs. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't want to talk too much about 
it for spoilers, but it, it's really totally worth it if you like escape room type games, especially if you like real escape rooms and and want more physical things because a lot of escape room type board games are less physical and more just paper stuff. But this had like actual plastic pieces and, and things that you use in the locks and stuff, which make it really neat. So that's escape room in a box flashback. Yeah, this one was really fun. I will. So I've played both this and the werewolf experiment. And I will. Mm -hmm. I've said this before, I think the werewolf experiment, I do think is better of the two. Mm -hmm. But I enjoyed both of them a lot. The werewolf experiment kind of blew my mind in a couple different ways. But this one Mm -hmm. also had a couple of fun surprises in it that Mm -hmm. like, when they happen in the game, you're like, oh, like you don't necessarily Mm -hmm. expect it from um, you know, an escape room in a box. So yeah, this one is a great one to pick up. And I know the werewolf experiment, it seems like it's harder to get a hold of now. But so I would say if you see that one sitting on a shelf at a Target, grab it because it's also <laughs> going to be pretty cheap. And it's really fun. It is still my favorite escape room board game of all time is the werewolf experiment. Yeah, I need to play that one, but I haven't found it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, keeping with our escape room theme, I recently had a friend who got a hold of the Star Wars Unlock games. Um, And then she very kindly, after she played them, passed them off to me. So for those of you who aren't aware, we've talked about them on the podcast before, but Unlock is another series of escape room games that are card-based. And... In the United States, when Unlock first started coming out, they only sold them in single packs. But now here they've started selling them in multi-packs, kind of like they do over in Europe. And the Star Wars one comes in one of those larger boxes. It is three different stories slash escape rooms in a single box. There is the Escape from Hoth. There's one called An Unforeseen Delay. And then the last one is The Secret Mission on Jeddah. And... Again, I'm not going to spoil anything within these. I'm just going to talk about them kind of in relation to other unlock games or other escape room games that I've played before. These are hands down my favorite unlock games that I've ever played. And to give you some context there, when I play an escape room game, I do typically want things to be on the easier side only because I really don't like those moments where you get stuck and you can't move forward and you like feel like you have to use hints. I would rather have a few easy puzzles and some like medium puzzles than a whole bunch of hard ones where like you just keep getting stuck over and over again. Mm-hmm. These also felt far more thematic than other unlock games that I've played. And I don't know, like that probably has more to do with the IP itself than the mechanics, but like there's Star Wars music playing in the app while you're playing. And yeah, like it's actual (laughs) Star Wars music that's playing in the app. And you're, since you're familiar with the world, I think it's easier to picture things and characters and there will be familiar characters that will show up in some of these to some degree But yeah, like I felt more immersed in this than any other unlock game that I've played. And this is what I'm about to say is not a spoiler. It is something you see right off the bat when you start playing any of these scenarios. They have a new mechanic called advantage cards. When you start these scenarios, they should give you six advantage cards and you get to pick three of them, but you don't get to know what they do until after you pick them. You just get to see the names and they're really neat because they're like a cheat code, essentially. Like some of these advantage cards will give you benefits that will help you during the escape room so like Mm. 
yeah, like, I, again, I don't want to mention specifics of what they do, but they will make certain puzzles easier or even you'll get to bypass them. It's almost like a, like a shortcut through some of the stuff. And depending on what advantages you pick, it'll change kind of how the gameplay goes a little bit. The one downside for me in particular that had nothing to do with the game is because I was playing these solo, when I was playing the third scenario, I did that horrible thing where you miss one of the cards that you're supposed to draw when you're looking at, you're like, you're like okay, I need, you know, oh, yeah. one, two, and three, and you miss two. So I had already discarded a card and that had something on it that I needed to draw that I hadn't drawn yet. And I got to a point where I was really confused because I was like, this isn't making sense. I, I know. And I, for whatever reason, my brain just what didn't like go to the pile of discards to look at them. And so I kind of like cheated my way through a little bit just because I knew that something had gone wrong um, and I was able to kind of fix it but it like threw things off for me and I was I was really bummed it was definitely not the game's fault it was a very clear thing it wasn't a hidden number or anything like that yeah it was on me and I just was like darn it and that's so there's the downside of playing solo is you don't have that extra pair of eyes to or like hey you forgot to grab that card <laughs> Um, I mean, I've done that even at two players, so... Right, like, it does happen <laughs> occasionally, and I really should have gone back sooner to look and see if I had missed anything. Mm. Um, I will say that the app is better integrated into these scenarios than other unlock scenarios that I've seen. And I'm not going to give clarification about that for the sake of spoilers, but the app is awesome and it does some cool stuff. This is the mildest of mild almost spoilers, but it's something important that I feel like anyone who buys this needs to know, especially because we are in a pandemic right now. Scenario two, the unforce an unforeseen delay if you do not have more than one person, there is one puzzle that you will not be able to fully experience. I'm not going to say why. I'm not going to say what. But I will say that if you're playing that second scenario as a single person, there is a puzzle that you will not be able to experience the way it was intended to be experienced. And that is what happened to me. And that's okay. But I just wanted people to be aware. So yeah, it was awesome. These were really great. Honestly, this kind of has reinvigorated my love of Unlock, which I've never disliked Unlock, but it is always, in my mind, it is paled to some of the other series. Yeah. And this one, I honestly, I really hope they make more thematic scenarios like this, whether it's Star Wars or other IPs, because it, it was great. Have you played the other recent ones, like Timeless Adventures and the... No, the so that's the thing. I'd kind of been like... I wasn't done with Unlock, but I had kind of just been like, eh, whatever. So do, do they do similar things with those? Yeah, they were a lot better. Like, I okay. also was met on Unlock, and then, like, the recent ones have been a lot better, I think. Okay. Um, the app so is maybe integrated should... more. And, and then, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes me... I, I honestly, I might pick up maybe the Timeless Adventures or one of mm -hmm. the other big box series, because these are really fun to play solo. I really do enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, so... All right, Unlock, you, you got me back. <laughs> yeah. Abby, you and I realized something recently that honestly, like, I'm kind of surprised we hadn't thought about sooner. And that is that there are people who listen to the podcast 
who might not know about all of the other things that you and I do yeah. board game content wise. And we do mention in our announcements at the top of the episodes, you know, things that we've been doing here and there, but like, we're kind of doing more stuff regularly. And mm -hmm. I think we should tell people what that stuff is. Yeah. So this is going to be like a huge announcement episode. <laughs> Basically. And you, you, if you all are like thinking like, oh, Ambie and Crystal have run out of topics to talk about. You're not not correct um <laughs> so it's no we we have not run out of topics but i will say like i did not know what to talk about for this episode <laughs> yeah. and i also do want to make sure that you all are aware of the cool stuff that we've been doing because we're doing some really neat stuff on our twitch and youtube channels and in other places yeah so one thing is we've been streaming a lot more on twitch so over at twitch.tv slash boardgameblitz, every Thursday night I've been streaming board games. Currently, I've just been doing a print and play board games. Currently, I've been doing ones that are roll and write and you can stream or the chat can play along. So that's been fun. And like I've kind of been combining that with some videos on the Dice Tower on Board Game Breakfast, which is their weekly show. I, I have a segment on there where I've been talking about print and play board games. So I've been streaming them on Twitch, playing them, and then making a video about them for Board Game Breakfast. So like combining it all and making a bunch of content for <laughs> together. It's awesome. So. And you've been getting some really good feedback on those. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I talked earlier about like one of the print and play games on the podcast because I had done some um, the summer games event. And they had a bunch of print and play games there. So I discovered them and I was like, wow, like you don't hear much about them on in board game media. So I was like, I, maybe I can just make some and <laughs> look into it. So I've, I've kind of gone down that rabbit hole a little bit. Absolutely. But also on the Dice Tower, we've been doing stuff that we, we started before the pandemic. Like I was doing my 18xx with Ambi series where I'm talking about 18xx games. Currently, I'm doing overviews of specific titles because I already did a little bunch of general concepts and now I'm going into specific titles and what makes them special. You always get some really nice comments on those videos too. <laughs> I like going in and seeing what people are commenting on them. Yeah, it's exciting. And, and I've gotten some emails too, like saying thank you for making them. So that, that's nice. <gasps> that's so awesome. <laughs> so thanks for everyone who, who watches them and enjoys them. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Yes, and then Crystal, you do Dice Tower tonight. Yes, so on it's interesting because it's every two weeks and it's on the weeks that our podcast doesn't come out. So basically, yes. if there's a week where our podcast comes out on Thursday, then Dice Tower tonight is not that week. Dice Tower tonight <laughs> yeah. is on Wednesday nights, but on the opposite weeks of our podcast release schedule. It's live though, so it's Wednesday nights, um, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And what's really neat about Dice Tower tonight, if you've never stopped by, it's a live interactive show where mm -hmm. Eric Summer and I, we do a little bit of game reviewing and we do a Q&A segment, but the coolest part of the show is we do a game we play a game live with the chat and we always make sure that there is an interactive element where the chat gets to play along with us so of all of the live content on youtube i would say it's one of the most unique board game focused live shows and i really really enjoy it like it's so much fun to make and we the chat seems to really enjoy it as well yeah i think it's great that it's interactive like that like that that's what makes live stuff really cool, I think. I mean, that's the point, right? Like yeah. if if you're going to do live content, interact with your audience. Like mm -hmm. and we could play a game 
in front of the audience. And we kind of do that sometimes. But for me, the, the best parts of that show are when the chat is actively participating in it because they yeah. get invested and it's so neat. <laughs> yeah. I also um, recently mentioned in a video on the Dice Tower that I haven't done my top 100 for the Dice Tower. I did a top 100 mm -hmm. with us on the Blitz channel three years ago, I want to say. It's been yes. a while. I think it was 2018, but I don't remember. Like, but it, yeah, like the first half of was 2018. It yeah. So almost three years ago. And a bunch of people commented that they'd want to see my top 100. I was actually, it was weird. I was kind of hoping that nobody would say anything because then I wouldn't have to do it. I, I do like, I like doing my top 100, but the work involved, it's, you know, it's extensive. Yeah. Ambie, you just did your top 100 earlier this well, year. <laughs> it was like in January. So. Oh my gosh. That like also, it feels like yesterday and also a million years ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of work to put together, but mm -hmm. truthfully, if you all are interested in seeing my top hundred, holler at me about it. Let me know <laughs> because I'm not going to make it if nobody wants to see it. But if a lot of people do want to see my top hundred on the Dice Tower, I'll do it. I just have to figure out how. Maybe you could do it live. I, that's kind of what I want to do, honestly. I don't know how exactly, but I'm better with live content than I am with recorded and edited content. So if I could figure out a way to do it live that would be interesting, I would really like to do that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And I know here in the near future, you and I are planning on playing the Adventure Zone game remotely yes. with each other on our Twitch channel. Um, and that will probably be pretty soon. I, we don't have a date set yet. And we might actually yes. be playing it with Danny from Danny Plays Games as well. So yeah, please make sure you're following us on social media because when we do plan those streams, um, mm -hmm. we will definitely be shouting about it on social media. And I'm yep. really excited to play the Adventure Zone game. Yeah, that'll be fun. And you've been streaming other stuff on Twitch. Like you did the... Thanksgiving Day stream-a-thon. <laughs> yes, I did 10 hours. I mean, technically it wasn't 10 hours straight on our channel because two of the hours, mm -hmm. you and I were both on the Palooza channel. But I I streamed for 10 hours straight, basically, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm considering doing something like that again on Christmas if people are interested. You know, I, I the, 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 consider this selfish if you want, but like, I don't want to be alone on holidays where I would normally not be alone. And mm -hmm. because of the pandemic and the fact that I got divorced earlier this year, yeah, I'm alone. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I'll just hang out with my friends on the internet. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's been really fun. And mm -hmm. I've been doing some other random streams, which I know mm -hmm. that like, as far as Twitch streaming is concerned, unscheduled streams are not usually smart, but you and I don't necessarily <laughs> yeah. have like specific goals for our Twitch channel. So I figure yeah. streaming is better than not streaming, even if it's unplanned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so whenever the um, the group of people that I'm friends with in the Brothers Murph Discord gets together to play Among Us, if I um, am feeling up for it, I will sometimes stream that. So if you have notifications turned on for our Twitch channel, then you'll see when we go live. And to that point, we also have a new way for you to know when we go live. What is that, Ambi? Oh, yeah, we have a Discord now. We made a Discord! <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we made a Discord. It's open to everyone. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for the invite. But, yeah, since we've been streaming on Twitch and so we can have voice chat for online gaming if we want to do that, uh, we decided to make a Discord. I was against Discord for so <laughs> yeah. long. I really... Yeah. And I still... There are still things about Discord that I really don't like, mm -hmm. but... 
for remote gaming purposes for the voice chat and the video chat it really is helpful yeah the voice chat has won me over especially playing among us oh my gosh yes (laughs) and so and we also truly want to support the community that you know supports us and we want to give you all a place to get to know and hang out with other blitzketeers and just to be Mm -hmm. clear we still have our slack channel and that slack channel is still exclusive to supporters of our patreon and that's a Mm -hmm. low tier benefit like if you donate a dollar or more per month to us which is you know a fairly low amount of money you get access to our slack channel that is still exclusive that is not open to the public but our discord channel will be open to the public so yeah Mm -hmm. click on the link and join the discord um i think it's a really good place to potentially meet up with some online friends and play some games yeah also on twitch i've been (laughs) streaming jigsaw puzzles which aren't board games or video games but I mean, we can uh, stream whatever we want, truly. Yeah, like, yeah we can stream. Who's going to stop us? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I like doing jigsaw puzzles. So I've been doing them on weekdays, I guess any day during the day, during nap time, which now is noon Pacific time. It used to be 1 p.m. But Oh, it's moved. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, today, yesterday, we, we actually moved them to one nap a day. So, uh-huh. so is be... it a longer nap then or no? Yeah, it it was two and a half hours today. I'm hoping for like three hours, but okay, <laughs> it might just be two and a half hours. We'll see. Like they'll they'll eventually settle into the schedule, and then we'll see. Well, speaking of the twins, I bet some of our listeners would love to hear how they're doing. Yeah, they're they're doing well. They're in one nap now, as I said. Uh, they're 14 and a half months old. They've been running around, like actually running. It's that must be mildly terrifying (laughs) yeah they climb on stuff too i I actually brought go away monster out of the game room and put it in reach of them and they they like brought it out and wanted to play it and so i i opened it up and got them to play with the pieces and like take things out of the bag and so over the last few days i've it's i've kept it out of their reach and they go over and point at it and then i bring it out and we play with them and like give them the board and and have them pull the pieces out of the bag and then we put it away because <laughs> like uh, they don't put adorable. the pieces on the board yet. Yeah. Oh so, my gosh. So they're getting a lot better at like taking the pieces out of the bag and then putting it away. They've they've been putting the pieces back in the bag and they kind of know that it goes away because like the first time they just tried to like rip the box and rip the instructions. The instructions are ripped <laughs> now, but <laughs> but yeah. So. That's exciting. And then Haba had a Black Friday sale when they had 20% off. So I bought five of their my very first uh, games series for them. Uh, Building Site, First Orchard, Here Fishy Fishy, Hungry as a Bear, and Tidy Up. So that I will be introducing to them in the future. So I'm excited for those. I might have gone overboard. but I mean, yeah. Come on, if you're a board gamer and a parent, I feel like (laughs) that's, you just, it's the way it is and it's fine. (laughs) Just like, yeah, set them around and be like, hey, these are things that exist. You want to play with them and Mm -hmm. then they're going to want to play with them and it's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's also fun, like it's kind of special for them because then I'm playing with them instead of like a lot of times with toys, I'm doing something or like. I have stuff to do. I'm cooking and then they play with their toys or something. But then with the board game, I, I sit with them and bring it out and then put it away. And so like during the whole time of the board game, it's a special thing. So I think that that's exciting for them. 
Also really cute, like, <laughs> OMG. <laughs> so what other, I mean, obviously you and I talk about games we've been playing recently. I know you and Toby mm-hmm. have been playing games together, but what has your <laughs> gaming been like recently? <laughs> obviously you and I have had to make, you know, some pretty big changes to our normal gaming schedules as a result of the pandemic. Yeah, for me, I, I haven't been gaming much other than the escape room type games is what I've been playing with Toby. Yeah, I think that's like most of our recently played in the last few episodes have been that type of game. I've been doing the print and play games on on stream, but that's pretty much it. Uh, I haven't really played that many games online, although maybe I should. <laughs> like, I, I think I feel like we should play more games on Tabletop Simulator and like maybe we could play with each other on <laughs> and like stream that too. But yeah, it's, it's tough to schedule those. Well, and for me, so I really like Tabletopia and Tabletop Simulator because Mm -hmm. of how well they simulate the physical space in which a board game would exist. But as a result of having, you know, a mouse with a cursor instead of your hands, it takes a significantly longer amount of time to manipulate pieces in those spaces. So games that should take... 30 minutes, take an hour. Games that should take an hour, take two hours. And if I'm going to play a game for that long, I want to play a heavier game, not a light game that just happens to take that long. Mm -hmm. But I will say almost everything on Board Game Arena, for me, is great and takes closer to the amount of time it should. So I would say that you and I, even though it's not as pretty looking, Mm-hmm. I would say let's maybe look into Board Game Arena. And they actually just announced yeah. today that they're doing a kind of board game advent calendar thing. Every oh, cool. single day in December, they're releasing a new game onto the platform. Oh, like wow. 31 new games. And they're giving away trophies or badges for every day that you go to the site and like click on a thing. So... Oh, so for I those of you logging in, <laughs> yes, you should start logging into Board Game Arena, and All you right. and I should look into some of those games. I think it would actually yeah. be really neat for us to, because I think we tend to also go for stuff that we already know, and mm-hmm. it's not that difficult to learn on Board Game Arena. We can put on training mode and just kind of mess around with stuff to some degree. Yeah. So maybe it would be neat for us to learn some of those games. Like who knows what they're adding? I they haven't announced any of them yet. It's all going to come, you know, through the month of December. But yeah, we should try that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, and I do like playing games on Board Game Arena. I've played a few recently. I've played some stuff on Tabletop Simulator and Tabletopia here and there as well, but not as often. Mm-hmm. And then as far as in-person gaming goes, most of my gaming has been solo. Mm-hmm. There have been a couple of instances during the pandemic where I hung out with one or two friends. Like back when the weather was nicer, we would kind of hang out outside and play games on like an outdoor table. And obviously we were wearing masks and trying to be, you know, as socially distant as we could. Um but l- luckily, my very wonderful friends, Kathy and Elissa, both, A, I love them and miss them like crazy. And they recognize that I needed to play games <laughs> for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we we found ways to do that. But we haven't been able to do that recently. Um, you know, the pandemic has been ramping up everywhere and it's getting yeah. bad. And so obviously, I'm not meeting up with anyone in person right now. And I miss it. I miss playing games with people. 
And as I mentioned earlier, like for me personally, I did get divorced. My divorce got finalized right at the end of August. Um, and I moved into my new house at the beginning of September. So I've been in the new house now for, wait, divorce was September, house was October. Yes. Because I have not been in this house for three months. That's not, <laughs> it's been like two months that I've been in the house. It was beginning of October. You, time is a mystery during a pandemic. I don't remember mm-hmm. when anything happened. But um, I'm pretty much settled in now. And the dogs are getting settled in. I will admit I'm really excited to get my game room set up for future game nights. But my game table from Wormwood isn't coming until the summer. So like it's kind of hard to do the rest of the room without the table. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I still, I'm going to buy a new, either a Calax or a Besta shelf from Ikea at some point, because not all of my games have homes right now. Like so some of them are still in boxes because they have nowhere to live. <laughs> my game room is really messy because I haven't used it. And then I just like dump stuff in there and then I've been streaming. So all of, there's like all these wires <laughs> everywhere <laughs> from the lights and the cameras. And, oh gosh. It's very messy. <laughs> uh, honestly, my whole house is a little bit like that. Like there's like just little bits of things because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that and then I'll do this and, that, and then it just all sits everywhere. <laughs> and speaking of advent calendars, which you mentioned a bit ago, um, I, I decided to make an advent calendar, a song parody advent calendar, <laughs> because actually I was uh, in Loosapalooza Twitch chat and someone was saying to make a song advent calendar. And I was like, oh gosh, that sounds like a lot of work and something that I wouldn't do. And then the next day I made uh, like 10 song parodies for it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to do this. (laughs) So they're all short though. (laughs) But yeah, so that, that will be going on my Twitter and on my other YouTube channel, the song parody one, Ambirona, every day of December. Well, from the 1st through 24th, because that's like advent calendar time, right? (laughs) Well, you should definitely share the videos in the Board Game Blitz YouTube feed, so at least people can click through to them from our feed. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'll try to do that if I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I'm really looking forward to hearing them. (laughs) Yes, I hope they don't disappoint. You could never disappoint me, (laughs) Another thing that we recently took part in that will likely be coming back is Nick Murphy and Ruel Gaviola put together what they're calling the Tabletop Live Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they and us and a lot of other board game content creators did start streaming more on Twitch during the pandemic. And they realized that board game content on Twitch You know, it's kind of hard if you want to just go to Twitch and watch board games, it's hard to find a dedicated place where you can do that all day long, essentially. Like that just doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. There aren't enough streamers yet. So they are doing a, I think they're intending it to eventually be a monthly stream on uh, a weekend, like a Saturday where they have multiple content creators doing streams back to back to back all day long. And we took part in the first one of those here recently, and uh, hopefully they'll be doing more of those soon. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about that because for me, like it definitely, it, it never feels like a competition with other people who are streaming on Twitch. Like it feels like a very warm and welcoming community. And we do all want to support each other. Yeah, and you get an all-day raid train, which is fun. <laughs> yeah, like that's like Twitch encourages you to support other mm-hmm. creators through tools like raiding and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to be able to 
build communities that have crossover. Like it's not yeah. just people who follow Board Game Blitz or people who follow Ruel's channel or the Brothers Murph or whoever else. It's like, oh no, we're all board gamers and they're streaming this and they're streaming that. And like, it's just, I don't know, it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's kind of the the final thing that I would want to say is a lot of what we've done this year and what we're doing currently at least for me and Ambie, I imagine for you as well, is it's about the community. We don't like, I've said this a thousand times, we don't have goals. Like we don't have specific things that we're shooting for per se. I would say with the exception of like, I'm always trying to help build and improve our community and the board game community at large. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's been really neat to see how the community has come together online, you know, during this year that has been pretty darn awful for a lot of people. Yeah. So thank you to those of you who are part of our community and who support us. And we appreciate you all. And I hope that this episode kind of gave you a little bit more insight or let you know about other things that we've been doing. And if there are things that we forgot, which is likely because we usually forget stuff that we do, let us know. <laughs> Be like, hey, you should have mentioned that. And we'll we'll throw it out in a future episode when we actually have a real discussion topic of some kind. <laughs> And that's it for this week's Board Game Blitz. Visit our website, boardgameblitz.com, for video and blog content, as well as to get links to all our social media pages. This episode was sponsored by Gray Fox Games. Need the perfect gift for someone on your list? During December, you can get 20% off your order of all non-exclusive items at grayfoxgames.com by entering the promo code HOLIDAYBLITZ at checkout. Plus, you still have time to get in on the Pledge Manager for Campaign Trail 2nd Edition if you missed the Kickstarter. Gray Fox Games. Quality games cleverly crafted. Support our show and get cool perks for as little as $1 a month by visiting patreon.com slash boardgameblitz. As a patron, you'll get access to pre-edit recordings and our private Slack channel where you can chat with us and other Blitzketeers every day. Our theme song was composed by Andrew Morrow. Technical support provided by Toby Mack. Board Game Blitz is part of the Dice Tower Network. Until next time, it's beginning to look a lot like game night. All across the net. Take a look at Board Game Arena or Tabletopia. Or even just a Zoom call with some friends. Bye, everyone. Bye. It's time than it takes to t untangle the holiday light. Okay, I'm just going to start over because the whole thing felt... Ugh. Tangled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tangled is a good description. Because I'm trying to do it quickly, but that was too quickly. <laughs> hello and welcome... <laughs> Dang it, I'm doing the thing where the hello is weird again. <laughs> Just say ahoy. I'm, I'm not moving back to ahoy. I'm not doing the ahoy. I'm not. <laughs> Dang it. Why is this funny? There's nothing funny about it. Ooh, okay. All right.